Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. December. Wow. Can you imagine the end of November going into December? And I have a question for y'all. How many times have you already heard All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey? Because I don't think I've heard it enough. Just saying. Maybe people are steering away from it because they're afraid that if they play it now, they'll get chastised. But I haven't heard it really technically at all with the exception of a couple of memes on instagram and stuff like that but yeah be prepared for that and especially since i work in retail that will probably hit the store floor mm, sometime next week when december officially rolls in so i'm not really looking forward to that but it will be definitely a good change of pace in terms of the little playlist that they have now speaking of work we had a potluck that went really well pretty surprised that people actually brought stuff a few people actually cooked like yours truly most people did contribute but brought you know packaged stuff either way it's a contribution can't hate my contribution was goju chen chicken yeah gochujang chicken which is kind of like gochujang is some type of chili paste a Korean chili paste right and I also made mac and cheese both were a pretty big hit not to toot my own horn but you know toot toot luckily everybody liked it so that went well Um, off for the next couple of days so that's great especially since I'm not working full time, but I'm getting all these hours and I'm like, oh boy, I need to rest up. So thankfully these two days will be good for rest, relaxation, recuperation, and most importantly, laundry. It's so crazy how laundry piles up and you just blink and it's just, and it never ends, never ends. But like I said, I hope you all had a fabulous holiday and it actually snowed a little bit it snowed a little bit today it snowed at one point when I was working it had this torrential downpour luckily I was actually indoors and all of a sudden it just started hailing craziest shit I've ever seen I've seen hail before but it's just like when you're that in that close proximity to it it just boggles your mind um so yeah this the weather has been pretty consistent but we had a couple of days where it just was random as hell yeah so luckily we haven't had too crazy of weather 
issues. Um, there have been a couple of times where just the sky just opened and it just poured down. One day I called in sick and I was like, child, if these subways are flooded and I can't get back home, it's just like, what do I do? What do I does? I can't run the risk of being trapped downtown. That's crazy. Um, the Black Friday, I actually worked Black Friday. And again, I work in retail. So it's like, and it wasn't as crazy because the particular items that we sell are very precise or very particular. So it's not like we don't sell technically we're not like Walmart or Macy's or anything like that. We don't sell a whole bunch of different things. It's just one type of item and variety of items. So it wasn't that crazy. It got a little bit crowded, but it wasn't to the point where it was unmanageable. So a lot of the higher ups thought it was going to be a lot more, a lot more crazy, but it was actually... Uh, not as taint and not as crazy as we initially thought. Uh, it's been quite a week and I apologize, or two weeks I should say, I apologize for not previously posting a podcast. I was completely and totally tired. I'm completely and totally tired now, even though I had like nine hours of sleep. And it's just like sometimes you just feel like you can't get enough sleep if I could just fall asleep and wake up a week later that would be great that would be (laughs) I'd be so rested and rejuvenated it would be awesome but no I have to be productive member of society but I hope you all are getting the rest and relaxation you need and deserve um these cyber what do you call it these cyber monday deals as well as these black friday deals of course these always happen when you are down bad when you don't necessarily have ex- the type of income that you can spend on certain things but i hope to maybe get a new jacket even though i just got a new jacket it would just be a different variation of the jacket i have a different color hopefully they have it in stock because you know all these people they see a sale and then they, they just act crazy they don't know how to act oh speaking of sales honestly that's not a really good segue but something just popped up on my instagram so y'all are familiar with tates right the tates bake shop they're really really popular and they have a like headquarters in long island somewhere i think i love tates cookies they're kind of thin and crispy they are just really good and you can get them out of that's my phone beeping if you heard that you can get them out of pretty much anywhere you can get them from I think Dwayne Reed CBS stuff like that and they're just so freaking good but I stopped eating them because of the fact that they didn't have a vegan version and even though I have not been eating very well the last couple of weeks especially yesterday with the potluck I've been eating dairy. I'm not vegan, but I can't have dairy, but that don't stop me sometimes, unfortunately. Um, I stopped eating them because they have such a good amount of dairy in it, mostly butter. And something just popped up on my Instagram feed. Now, Tate's Bake Shop has vegan options. They have like a maple 
vanilla cream, not cream, like maple vanilla cookie and their classic chocolate chip. I'm going to try to find out where those are. And if I have to, I will order them online because I love Tate's cookies and I just, that I look he missed. Sometimes I will go in the store and be tempted to buy them and I just stop myself because I couldn't have them because it was just the lactose. It was the lactose for me. So luckily they're coming out with a vegan option. I don't know about y'all, but I'm pretty excited about that. Another thing to be excited about, again, the holiday season is among us, but holiday drinks. Am I the only one who gets excited about holiday drinks and like desserts and stuff like that during this season? Thanksgiving Day, I was really hoping for a sweet potato pie, but my mom broke pumpkin. At first I was like, ugh, come on now. But it was the type of pumpkin pie that you put in the oven and it actually turned out really good. That was also non-vegan and dairy in it. <laughs> but it was delicious. And for me, I always thought pumpkin pie was just okay in comparison to sweet potato, which it still is. That was a really good pumpkin pie. I think it was Mrs. Smith's that um frozen pie that they have. So shout out to them. Because they did a damn thing with that. But more about like alcoholic <laughs> beverages, mostly holiday themed beverages like your coquito, uh, eggnog, eggnog I really can't mess with too much because again, it's, it's that dairy bruh. Target has a oat milk eggnog, which is cool. It's not horrible. It's not great. It needs a little zhuzhing, but I personally don't even like eggs, and of course the dairy aspect to it is really bad, but it's even worse trying to find a replacement because eggnog to me is just straight up delicious, even though eggs make me queasy, so I can't really have it anymore, but it's like lactate makes a, a good, a very good version, but again, that still makes my stomach a little upset. Uh, and there hasn't been anything of that almond milk or almond milk based eggnogs trash. Disgusting. Watery. Disgusting. So I can't or have not found a relatively good replacement for eggnog. Coquito. There's this young lady on Instagrams named Black Weekend Vegan. Uh, she apparently sells vegan coquito, so I'm probably gonna hit her up and get a couple bottles when I have the fundage and the availability because my work schedule is cray cray. So hopefully I can snag a couple of her bottles. Um, again, Black Weekend Vegan is her Instagram handle if you want to check her out. Mold wine. Now I've made that once and it came out pretty good, um, but it's, it is a process because you're dealing with different fruits, you're dealing with spices and stuff like that. And I don't know if I have like the patience to actually make that. And plus I would be the only person really drinking it because my mom was like, you can't eat up liquor because it's 
It becomes poisonous. It becomes toxic. It becomes. Doo -doo -doo -doo. I don't believe that. <laughs> Mold wine is delicious, but no, no. I'll probably, I'll probably find somewhere to get it on a off the strength of not wanting to make a whole batch. Anyways, um, moving on. I'm thinking about doing the SantaCon that is on December, I want to say 11th of this year, because a couple of co-workers have insinuated that they wanted to check it out. I actually worked that day, so I wouldn't be out, out, out um, that late, because your girl don't be out here out that late at all. It's just not my style anymore. The streets have nothing for me, okay? Um, so I do want to check it out just a little bit. I'm on this wave where I'm like, I'll try it once. If I don't like it, I don't have to do it again. But I low-key have always been on that wave, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, just try it once. If I don't like it, I just won't do it. I'm damn sure never, ever, ever doing that pantsless subway ride. Absolutely not gross, especially now during the Panasonic. No way. Disgusting. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna do it, but that's probably the only thing I won't do. I say I will try most things once. Let's keep it like that. Um, at the time I'm actually recording this, well, first and foremost, rest in peace to Young Dolph. Um, he was a rapper but based out in Memphis. I was only um, familiar with some of his music, but he would seem like an upstanding dude who did very well for his community and individuals in his general um, path, like the people that he did music with, the people that were in the music industry, like Rick Ross and um, Gucci Mane, they had nothing but nice things to say about him. He would always return to this one cookie shop in his hometown where he unfortunately died because some goofballs decided to try to rob him or maybe they just killed him just to kill him um but this goes with every everyone not just celebrities um try not to have such a pattern in your routine you know switch it up and also don't necessarily go back to the hood you know this might not come um, from a lot of people might not find this to be a popular opinion, but the hood has nothing for you. It might have made you who you are, but the hood has nothing for you. Leave it when you can and don't come back because no matter how much good you're doing for your community, there's going to be some hating ass motherfuckers that are jealous that they couldn't do for themselves or other people and they will take you down that's just point blank period normalize leaving the hood and never coming back let's normalize that no hate whatsoever you know a lot of people are like oh you forgot who you are you changed of course I changed not me personally but I'm talking about if you're a celebrity and you had humble beginnings and there are people who say oh you changed you're not the person you you Hollywood now hell fucking yeah and they should be why would they not be Hollywood? 
I'm in a whole different tax bracket. Why would why the hell would you think I would be the same person I was when I was in the hood and I was working minimum wage at Wendy's or wherever? You know what I'm saying? Like either step your game up and become what they have become or get to their level or continue to live your life and don't worry about it but the hood you don't owe the hood nothing not at all so if people if you come back to the hood and people are like oh no um i need to you doing them well for yourself can you break me off for x y no no get it how i get it step your game up do for yourself because i'm doing for me and mine me and mine me and mine's he was doing for his wife and his kids which oh that fucking sucks that fucking sucks he was killed right he's killed before thanksgiving even these kids are not gonna have a daddy for thanksgiving they didn't have a daddy for thanksgiving and they won't have their father for christmas people really just be doing dumb shit like this and not seeing how it affects a family bruh like his kids he obviously loved his kids but his daughter was just seemed like such a daddy's girl and that's just heartbreaking bruh ugh people get on my nerves but rest in peace to young Dolph also rest in peace to um which literally just hit the airwaves maybe like an hour ago uh Virgil Abol uh he was the founder of Off-White and apparently he was suffering from cancer for several years secretly and he unfortunately passed away today so rest in peace to him wasn't a huge fan of the clothing line but it, that doesn't mean anything honestly me being a fan of the clothing line it's that has nothing to do with it he did make some huge strides in the fashion community so let's focus on that and the fact that new no one it's very very similar to Chadwick Boseman where he suffered in silence in terms of his cancer and no one with the exception of probably his wife and very close friends knew about it and it's just one of those testaments that you don't know where what people are going through no clue whatsoever and be kind until you can't be kind anymore until people kick you out of your kindness if you know what I mean um so rest in peace to him you know what else is kind of crazy 2022 is fast approaching and I have no interest in a new year's resolution whatsoever I mean sure you want to be a better person you want to you know elevate your your life but you also it's like any motivation to make an actual New Year's resolution this year? Oh no. I don't even know what my New Year's resolution would be. What, lose weight? Grow my hair out? Exercise more? Those are all 
resolutions of res resolutions passed and I have not kept up with that maybe save money I don't know but I'm probably not gonna keep up with it journaling probably not but anyways um I was about to say something that totally slipped my mind oh okay speaking of New Year's they are opening up Times Square this year for the ball drop and you know what sucks about this whole Panasonic not really dying well it's kind of dying down but now they have like a new variant as opposed to be somewhere hold on I'm trying to get the name of the variant hold on I think it's called like Omni Omni Omicron yeah so a new variant Omicron is spreading across Europe with at least apparently 13 cases identified and Hochul our mayor who apparently was unceremoniously <laughs> sworn in only because we had no choice apparently said well you know there's a new variant be aware it's coming and I'm like how do you know it's coming I know Europe they have those 13 cases in Europe I think in the Netherlands to be specific but how can you sit up there and say it's coming it's on its way I mean I guess girl but now are you gonna mandate a whole new vaccination because I was really thinking about getting my booster but I don't know child I mean I, I probably will but is it even going to protect against this new variant Omicron that doesn't even that sounds like a fucking tech company who names these things weird but I'm looking on CNN right now set your sources anyways 13 at least 13 people who got tested at Amsterdam Schiphol Airport after traveling from South America on Friday have tested positive for the Omicron coronavirus variant Dutch health authorities said Sunday the Netherlands National Institute for Public Health and the Environment RIVM said in a statement that the variant has been detected through the sequencing of 61 positive COVID-19 samples that were obtained at the airport on Friday. Oof. Apart from South Africa, the variant has been found in Botswana, Belgium, Australia, the Netherlands, Denmark, United Kingdom, Germany, Israel, Italy, Czech Republic, and Hong Kong. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Uh, you know, I was thinking the other day, we will definitely 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 not be ending this anytime soon like this Covidicus 19 is not going anywhere anytime soon and it was just a random thought that crossed my mind I was like we're gonna be wearing masks for the rest of our lives we legit are gonna be wearing these masks forever and I don't think it's it's gonna be something that we are gonna get rid of anytime soon and random thought 
just a random thought that came across my mind like two days ago and then boom this happened so yeah y'all do you in terms of the vaccination you have that right but you also don't be out here unmasked coughing and sneezing doing just crazy type shit and just being reckless like if you're going to not get vaccinated again your choice but also don't be coming out here being ignorant don't be coming out here with your bullshit speaking of sneezing it's apparently someone that I have a it's not a working relationship they're a co-worker and they have a affinity for sneezing on things and people uh, now he almost got his ass whooped by another co-worker <laughs> and luckily he maintained his composure for the most part because there's only so much composure you can obtain doing that um but yeah there's like a germy wormy in my workplace and that just goes to show you that this thing is not gonna go anywhere anytime soon because people are very reckless and they're very very rude about it there are people at my that came to my job just you know regular customers and they were just walking around without masks just being real I just wanted to just hand a mask to see if they would actually take it um but I didn't want to do I didn't want to be aggravated if they're responsible like no we don't need to be asking you but just like I don't even mind the mask honestly it saved me and saves me a ton of money on makeup but it's just kind of sad how this is not gonna you know just die down anytime soon but it's also like how many irresponsible people are walking around right now being doofuses and not allowing not I wouldn't say not allowing but just not being by the rules it's crazy I went to Applebee's the other day with my mom because we went to Target and Applebee's is just obviously right next door where there's a Target there's probably an Applebee's or BBQ's or Ruby Tuesdays. It's just uh, a way of life. Anywho, they wouldn't even let you in a door without showing your vaccination card. And they literally, it was two doors and the hostess was in front of one and the other one was closed. So you couldn't even rush through if you wanted to. So shout out to them. I love that. I did not love the food though because my mom was just like oh my god they had the best breakfast and I already knew it wasn't gonna be good but I was starving so I chowed it down and then she ended up complaining about the pancakes because the pancakes were real trash again I was hungry so I wolfed them down anywho I just thought it was funny that she was like bragging how lovely the breakfast is come to find out it was just regular regular so anywho but I hope you all are having a good Sunday and will continue to have a good Sunday. I'm going to probably try to take a nap, do some more laundry, open up these packages. 
because I got a couple of packages from Amazon and they actually were delivered. Praise him. And yeah, that's how my Sunday is wrapping up. Hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday and yeah, I'll talk to y'all soon. Welcome to volume seven of New York is a new Florida. This particular segment is going to have two stories and the common denominator between these two stories is the fact that they're both from the Bronx. I don't know what goes on in the Bronx as well as Staten Island, but in this case, the Bronx that makes shit so fucking bizarre up there. I don't know. Um, it's just a little different up there. I, I think Harlem is, is getting there. There's been some stories that have been busting out of Harlem that have raised my eyebrow, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Anyways, the first story from the Bronx actually happened around November 16th. Um, and the title of the story, this is from For New York, yeah, NBC News, excuse me, NBCNewYork.com. Citing my sources, you always gotta cite your sources. But anyways, title of the article reads, Two bodies found in New York City apartment after tenant below reports horror in her ceiling. The woman's death has been ruled a homicide due, though officials haven't said what killed her. Law enforcement sources have told News 4 that investigators are looking into a murder-suicide possibly. So I apologize for not doing a trigger warning before but this first story regards or is talking about murder suicide and the one following this one trigger warning that one is in regards to rape again I usually try to keep it light keep it cute for New York is a new Florida but it, it not it can always be light I'm sorry y'all uh, going on with the article New York City police made a gruesome discovery over the weekend after a woman reported maggots falling from her apartment ceiling. Officers were called Saturday into the building on Creston Avenue in the Fordham section of the Bronx. That's where they found badly decomposed bodies of 40-year-old man and a 29-year-old woman in the apartment above Louise Berigute. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Quote, when I woke up, I found the living room full of worms. I called the super and told him what was happening. Told the young lady from, and she told that to Telemundo in Spanish. Her super simply thought her upstairs neighbors have forgotten to take out the trash, but she recalled hearing gunshots two weeks ago. So she called the police. Law enforcement sources told News 4 investigators are looking into possibly the possibility that the man and the woman died by murder-suicide. Though the probe is ongoing, the woman's death was ruled a homicide Tuesday. Though no cause of death has been released, she was identified as 29-year-old Ashley Dusile, or Dussel, who lived in the apartment where her body was found. The man's manner of death hasn't been reported and hasn't been identified. So, not from this article, because this article was dated November 16th, but there were some bits and tidbits of information that came out recently about her, about the relationship with the guy, allegedly, and this is all alleged because 
most of this is from Instagram. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. Allegedly, this woman and this man had a very tumultuous relationship. He apparently was abusive and possibly he was her quote unquote pimp and she was a sex worker. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of information in regards to she had children and just a whole plethora. I'm not going to get into anything in regards to children because I don't think that's relevant or important, but apparently that tip of information where they had a very volatile relationship, she was very scared of him. She tried to maintain distance, but he always came around and tried to, you know, get his way into the apartment and obviously, or maybe not that obvious, it got to the point where it is today where a neighbor found maggots falling from her ceiling and they ended up calling the police just to find that she and him were dead. See, two weeks is not a long time in retrospect, but when it comes to a body pretty much decaying, it is a long time. And according to some reports, the bodies were so badly decomposed that you couldn't even recognize a person's face or person's face. So they were in that apartment for two whole weeks. I don't know how no one was alerted in regards to the smell because I have never smelled a dead body before. Thank the Lord. Um, I've only smelled really bad garbage and like dead rodents. So I only... I can only imagine how bad that smell is, but a dead body, that, that's, that's an odor. That's quite the odor. So the fact that they didn't even pick up on that is ridiculous and crazy, but rest in peace to that young lady for a lot of the information that I got from Instagram and a couple of other sources. She unfortunately did not live a very um, happy life. No one was there protecting her and seeing that she was okay. And apparently she had conversations with her super saying that she was scared of this man that was allegedly the other individual found dead, that she wanted to get away, that it, she even apparently allegedly talked to her super and said, listen, um, I need you to, you know, check in on me from time to time to see if I'm okay, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if he did that or not, but apparently he did not because she was in there for two weeks. Um, but she just sounds like she needed someone to be there for her. She was kind of crying out for help in her own way. And apparently no one was there to help her out. And that's kind of the most heartbreaking thing about it. But it just is what it is, I guess. Shout out to, well, not shout out to anybody in this situation, quite honestly, but rest in peace to that young lady. Hopefully she's found some sort of peace because apparently she couldn't find it in life. Hopefully she found it in death. Moving on. Um, 
another story that was just a crocodamie piece of shit, excuse my French, was a story about a, let me see if I can find it on my phone, a story about a preacher who came out his ashy cornered mouth to say that the best person to sexually assault a wife is their husband. I'm getting this from religionnews.com. Again, cite your sources when you have the opportunity. The title of the article says, the best person to R word, your wife, excuse me, the best person to R word you, what? The best person to, okay. The best person to R word is your wife, says Bronx pastor. Pastor Burnett Robinson was apparently preaching from a New Testament passage on wives submitting to their husbands uh, in a sermon about wifely submissions. This was posted on November 22nd, FYI. In a sermon about wifely submissions, the pastor of New York City's Seventh-day Adventist Church went on to suggest that husbands may rape their wives. Quote, I would say to your to you gentlemen, the best person to rape is your wife, says Burnett Robinson, senior pastor of Grand Concourse Seventh-day Adventist, a church located in the Bronx borough. The pastor's words captured in a one minute and 21 second video clip were apparently preached on November 13th. They generated a change.org petition calling for Robinson's resignation. As of Monday, November 22nd, the petition has 355 signatures, which is way less than it should be. It should be in the 10,000s, in my humble opinion. But anyways, in his sermon, Robinson says, quote, in this matter of submission, I want you to know upfront, ladies, that once you get married, you are no longer your own. You are your husband's. You understand what I'm saying? I emphasize that because I saw in court the other day on TV where a lady sued her husband for rape. And I would say to you, gentlemen, the best person to rape is your wife. But then it has become legalized. Robinson was apparently preaching from a passage from New Testament letter to the Ephesians, in which the Apostle Paul <clears throat> says, quote, wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. The passage made news headlines back in 1998 when the Southern Baptist Convention, the nation's largest protestant or Protestant, excuse me, denomination, amended its statement of faith to include a declaration that a woman should, quote, submit herself graciously to her husband's leadership. Issues of women and gender and sexuality continue to trouble segments of the conservative evangelical movement, especially in light of the Me Too movement, which attempted to break the silence on sexual abuse and harassment. In 2018, one of the leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention came under intense criticism as he suggested that wives should abuse of wives abused by their husbands should focus on praying and not seeking divorce. The Seventh-day Adventist denomination is far smaller with about 1.2 million members in the U.S. and Canada and more abroad. It traces its origin to William Miller, who predicted that the world would end in mid-1840s based on his reading of the Book of Daniel, which... When that failed to actually occur, Miller's followers split into smaller groups, one of which eventually became the Seventh-day Evangelist. 
neither Robinson nor spokesperson for the Seventh-day Adventist Church was able or available to return phone calls. Here's the thing about religion. I'm not saying it's trash. I'm saying that people pick and choose what they want to read from certain parts of religion or religious books and then they flip and reverse it on some Missy Elliott type shit. And it's just when it we're in that quote where it said submit to your husband and unto the Lord, what does that where did you how did that translate to this man to allow being sexually assaulted? How did that What's not clicking, Stephen? How did that even make you think that one, that quote, that phrase meant, oh, yeah, if your husband tries to assault you, let him. It's cool. Nah. No, 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 no. That's not cool at all. I don't know if that congregation was just sitting up there like, mm-hmm, yeah, I agree. Or honestly, if I, which will probably never happen, I haven't gone to church in years, but if I was in that church and he said some ridiculous shit like that, I would get up and walk the fuck out because at the end of the day, first, first of all, I have so many, and I'm probably going to make a separate podcast about it, but there are so many things that, a lot of these men say in regards to submission, oh, I want a woman to submit. I want a woman to... I'm actually going to do a separate podcast about that because there's so many holes in their, their theories and ideals. It might as well be a slice of Swiss cheese because you want women to submit to what? To what? A 400 square foot apartment you making nine dollars an hour that's another thing that I'm probably gonna discuss further in another podcast but if you want a woman to submit or you want her to be submissive you have to actually offer her something to to submit to to be very blunt and clear about that but yeah advocating sexual abuse is mind-boggling that he even said that but it's also mind-boggling that people were just like yeah that makes sense i'm surprised he hasn't gotten more flack i'm surprised people legitimately didn't burn him at the stake or however you i don't know how it's done in the biblical terms but however they take down people what do they do tie him to uh, some type of wooden stake and didn't set them on fire. I don't know. Whatever they did back in the day. I'm surprised they didn't do that. But there's a lot of things in regards to the protection of women, especially women of color, especially black women, that just get swept under under the rug. People don't give a shit. That's what I say. Listen, ladies, if you're listening to this, protect yourself at all costs. Keep your head on the swivel and... Yeah, I know being married to someone and protecting yourself versus walking down a street and protecting yourself are two different 
you know, mediums. But yeah, at the end of the day, protect yourself in every aspect of your life, whether you be married, whether you be single, whether you be engaged, whether you be a single mom or just single with no kids, just living your life. Please see those red flags when you're able to and get the fuck out. Um, and this ties into the previous story too. Like if you see a red flag early on in a relationship, you got to go. No explanation whatsoever. You don't even have to announce that you're leaving. Just be like, okay, well, I'll tell to you later or tomorrow. Block them, block the phone number. If they know where you live, stay somewhere else for a few days, lay low. Cause these men are crazy, girl. These men are out here killing us just off of rejection. There was actually a story that, um, I have no idea where I put it, but there was a story about this woman also from the Bronx, child of the Bronx, a story about this woman who was in a subway. She rejected this guy's advances and he decided to stab her in the back. Not like, you know, like physically stab her in the back because she, I guess he catcalled her and she was just not having it. Like, bruh, really? Come on now. Listen, ladies, keep your head on a swivel. Maintain boundaries, set those boundaries. If people are continuously trying to push you over and go over those boundaries, that's when you know you need to cut it loose. You let them know, no, I don't feel comfortable with X, Y, and Z. Oh, well, come on. It's not that big. I just told you I don't feel comfortable. And if I have to tell you again, this conversation can end. Plain blank, period. But yeah, those are my two, technically three, with Stabby McStabberson. But those are my stories in regards to New York is New Florida. And stay safe out there, y'all. Stay safe. That concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.